Odom used the term symbiosis in its broader sense and preferred to group all the above nine types of symbiotic interactions into two major groups. First, positive interactions, where populations help one another, the interaction being either one-way or reciprocal, which includes commensalism, proto-cooperation, and mutualism. And second, negative interactions, where members of one population may eat members of the other population, compete for foods, excrete harmful wastes, or otherwise interfere with the other population. These have been subdivided into competition, predation, parasitism, and antibiosis. The term symbiosis has been used in its broader sense and all types of interrelationships following order have been grouped into above said two major groups, an artificial key to distinguish various types of interactions. Positive interactions. Here populations help one another and either one or both the species are benefited. This benefit may be in respect of food, shelter, substratum or transport. And the association may be continuous or transitory, obligate or facultative, and the two partners may be in close contact. Their tissues intermixed with one another or one of them may live within a specific area of the other or attached to its surface. Types of beneficial interactions are mutualism. Mutually beneficial interspecific interactions are more common in the tropics than elsewhere. Here both the species derive benefit. In such association, there occurs a close and often permanent and obligatory contact more or less essential for survival of each. The two populations enter into some sort of physiological exchange. The following are some common examples of mutualism. Pollination by animals. Bees, moths, butterflies, etc. derive food from the nectar or other plant product and in return bring about pollination. Dispersal of seeds and fruits. Seeds and fruits are commonly transported by animals. The fruits are eaten by birds, mammals, etc. and seeds contained in them are dropped in the excrement at various places. Lichens. These are, are examples of mutualism where contact is close and permanent as well as obligatory. Their body is made up of a matrix formed by a fungus within the cells of which an alga is embedded. The fungus makes moisture as well as minerals available, whereas alga manufactures food. Neither of the two can grow alone independently in nature. Lichens grow abundantly on bare rock surfaces. Symbiotic nitrogen fixers. This is a well-known example of mutualism where the bacterium rhizobium forms nodules in the roots of leguminous plants and lives symbiotically with the host. Bacteria obtain food from the higher plant and in turn fix gaseous nitrogen, making it available to plant. Similarly, root nodules of Elnus, Myrica, etc. and leaves of about 400 species of non-legumes are examples of such association. Mycorrhiza. This is also an example of similar nutrition in fungi that form mycorrhizal structures either side the roots or an outside surface of plants. Ectotrophic mycorrhiza are very common in nature on pines, oaks and beech. And endotropic ones occur in red maple and are common in roots and other tissues of many orchids and members of ericaceae. In ectotropic mycorrhizae, the fungal hyphae are the natural substitutes of root hairs absorbing water and nutrients from the soil. In some cases, the plants are restricted in their distribution to acidic soils which suit to the fungus partner. In endotropic mycorrhizae, fungus material internal to the root tissue. Commensalism. In this association between members of different species, only one is benefited and neither is harmed. 
here two or more populations live together where without entering into any kind of physiological exchange one is benefited without any effect on the other 